0: Welcome to Clipper Reads, a podcast from the Portsmouth High School Library about our favorite topic, books. The show will include book recommendations, give a book 15, tips for choosing your next book, and more.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: How's it going? Good. So today we're both working from home. It's um, election day today. And uh, we have a teacher workshop day because voting is happening in the school buildings. So we're at our respective homes for the first time trying this podcast.
1: It's great. It's working great.
0: It's working. (laughs) It's working. Um, So today, uh, we thought we would talk about reasons to um, break out of the genre that you usually choose when reading or not even just reasons, but just how do you do it? Um, And how do you find a book that you can enjoy that's not in your typical genre? Like, have you tried it? What did you think? Um, All of those kinds of questions that we have for ourselves and for each other. Um, And really this, this topic came to mind for a couple of reasons. Um, One is that, you know, as a librarian in a high school, I have been trying to read different genres just so that um, I can recommend books to students um, from all different genres, depending on what they enjoy. Um, And then also I stumbled upon this article recently called um, 11 Reasons You Should Try Reading a New Genre um, from Bustle. So I just thought we could dive in with this topic. Um, What are your thoughts?
1: Yes, uh, I've definitely noticed that I am swimming in sort of two lanes as of late. Um, So, yes, I would like to expand my mind and and go down those aisles that I'm a little reluctant to. So tell me why I should.
0: (laughs) Well, so first, what, what are your typical genres that you stick to?
1: Well, in my adult reading life, I seem to have become very comfortable with science fiction mm-hmm. and historical fiction. Those are kind of my go-tos. I have dabbled in other aisles, but um, <laughs> I i have to say, i I have noticed since you brought this topic up, I've noticed that I distinctly do not go down the mystery suspense horror kind of lane, um, for multiple reasons. And, and my mom is a big lover of mysteries and suspense. And I know plenty of other people that, that love those kinds of books. I just don't.
0: Interesting. Okay. So I tend to, um, lean toward realistic fiction specifically. I love when there's a love story involved Um, I tend to enjoy adult um, characters more who are my age, I think, more than when I read young adult books. However, I do find some young adult books that I really do love. Um, And I love historical fiction, specifically World War II historical fiction. And I think I haven't probably branched out enough into other types of historical fiction um, during other time periods and other places, but for some reason that really, um, that genre just is one that I always love. Um, Mm. yeah, I think it, you know, has to do with the, I mean, it's a fascinating time for sure. Um, trying to understand the psychology behind, you know, how people got to the point where that happened, where the Holocaust happened, but also just, there's so many um, kind of stories of overcoming um, kind of keeping your soul intact and just the human condition and love. And um, it just gives you all the feels when you read about that topic. Um, And for me, I tend to shy away from sci-fi. I think of sci-fi as being like star Wars and outer (laughs) space And I know (laughs) that's not true. I know it's not just that, but when I hear the word sci-fi, that's what I think of. And I know don't kill me, but I just am not a star Wars fan. I've never (laughs) liked anything having to do with outer space. I think as a child, it scared me like the thought of being like stuck in outer space. Um, And so I just, I don't know. It just kind of doesn't jive with me, but, um, but there, I love a good dystopian novel, and there's definitely some dystopian novels that are sci-fi that I've enjoyed, like The Hunger Games um, has like a sci-fi element because they go into that arena and, you know, somebody's controlling all the different, um, like the weather and the creatures and things like that that come out. Um, and then the book, the series *Scythe*, where it's futuristic and if, you know, people don't die, if they, if they get hit by a car that something can pick them up and then regenerate their whole bodies in the hospital. So that's definitely sci-fi, but it's not outer space. And I did enjoy those books. So I think sometimes it's about getting past that judgment.
1: Yes, And
0: it does mention that in the article too, that, um, you know, reading outside of your genre will make you less judgmental. Because we all do it. and We all judge a book by its cover, by its genre, by uh, we judge a genre based on what we think it is when really, um, you know, I don't know that any book sticks to like one genre. There's kind of a mixture. There's like there could be a fantasy book with a love story and adventure. Um, there could be historical fiction with an element of fantasy and and so on and so forth. So,
1: yes, definitely, definitely. And I think that's why I shy away from the mystery section is that I think it's all going to be creepy people doing bad things. And, um, a lot of the reason why you might read a mystery or a suspense book is more reliant on. nothing to do with the creepy part or the murdery part (laughs) it it has to do with the characters that either survive or are figuring out the puzzle of what happened
0: yeah and I think yes that feeling I think when when I enjoy really good mystery kind of suspense thriller it's when I get that feeling of anticipation and suspense where you just want to keep reading the like turning the page because it's it's just like full of action and an end goal that you're trying to get to with with the characters and Mm -hmm. i think you know people sometimes think of mystery as like nancy drew like just a classic old like old-fashioned mystery of like solving the murder and you know, finding the clues, but it really, there can be so much more to it. There could be love stories within the mystery. Um, Yeah. So another thing it it talks about in this article is how um, you could really be missing out on great books if you just stick to one genre. So if you don't mind, I would like to maybe try to recommend a couple books to you that in our library would be shelved in, the mystery slash suspense um, aisle that you might miss if you never um, go into that aisle.
1: That sounds great. Okay. <laughs> How do we um, go about that?
0: So I would, lo- <laughs> I would love to give you some recommendations. So um, it's funny because when we, when we're talking about swimming in our lane or swimming in our aisle, um, you know, that can be kind of a, a metaphor, but in our library, we literally have aisles that, are dedicated to genres because we genre our fiction section. Um, was it last year or the year before? I guess it was the beginning of I last it, year.
1: Yeah, it was last year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we we literally have like an aisle for historical fiction and an aisle for sci-fi and fantasy. And if, if somebody just goes to that aisle, it's great because they can find something they're looking for e- more easily, but they also might miss out on a really good book because maybe we've stuck – something that um, in fantasy, but it's really also like full of like mystery and a love story. And you know, maybe they wouldn't yeah. realize that.
1: So, and um, sometimes it was hard for us to decide which, which section to put them in because they wanted five stickers on their spines instead of just the one. So
0: exactly, I,
1: you, you know, our kind of gold standard was going to Goodreads and and sort of crowdsourcing the genre but you'll see a lot of the books have sort of one main genre but then you know two or three that are sort of sub sub genres of that
0: exactly um okay so my first recommendation for you um because I know that you like historical fiction Yes. Um, is the book back Bay by William Martin, which, um, is a, it's an older book. It was published originally in 1979, which I have to admit, I don't typically, um, kind of feel myself drawn toward older books. I'm, it gives me like a, ew feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I, it helps if it has an updated cover for me. It needs to have like a more modern looking cover. Um, I'm not sure why originally I picked this book up it may have been a like a gift from somebody or something because it's not something I would have necessarily picked based on its cover but it is um, like your classic treasure hunt takes place in the back bay of Boston and it goes back and forth between um, like history, like 1600s, 1700s, probably not 1600s, probably 1700s, when Boston is first kind of being settled. And then um, the present day, which I guess was the 1979 um, (laughs) in this family. And in in the beginning of the book, it has a um, family tree where you can follow who everybody is and how they're related to each other in the books, because it does go back and forth through history I love a good diagram yes (laughs) and they're um they're trying to pursue a lost Paul Revere treasure so um Hmm. it's just like oh it's so exciting and the you know the author really did a like a good job researching the history so you really feel like you're learning something um you feel like you're in Boston you know back in the early days of the city and it feels it just feels like you're there and I loved it Um, Right. Yeah. And then another book, which um, I think we've already talked about this that I know you've read, but if it it makes you kind of realize that mystery doesn't have to be that, um, you know, icky, like creepy guy doing something horrible um <laughs> <laughs> so the other book that came to mind was the da vinci code yes um, which loved is, that yeah it's a similar kind of like searching for a treasure of the holy grail and the, like art history and the study of symbols and what they mean and and so the the main character like yes there's some murder and, and things in the book but it's not your typical kind of creepy like a serial killer or something like that. Um it's yeah. more the plot is driven toward like the finding the um the treasure and the mystery mm-hmm. around the treasure. So both of those books to me they're mystery but they're also equal parts like thriller and adventure. Um so great. Um, I I use Goodreads. Do you ever use Goodreads?
1: I do. I love Goodreads.
0: I th- I use that feature where it's like find books that are similar to yeah, so you can put in like a book that you like um, and then find like books that are similar to that book to, to try to find your next read. Um, and then also on our Clipper Library homepage, we have something called Novelist. Um, if you click there, um, it has the username and password and you can search for books that you've really loved and then find books similar to that book um, using that application also. So those are good two really good tools Um, let's see. So we've talked about how you might be missing out on great books, how you could be less judgmental. Um, some other reasons it talks about, it gets you out of your rut, which is something we talked about in a previous episode, getting out of your reading rut. Yeah. Um, and it can give you a broader, um, worldview because you're learning about more, topics that way if you kind of branch out of your genre um, and I don't know if if everybody knows this about me but I used to be a speech therapist in my previous career and it's sort of um, the the premise behind therapy and the therapeutic process is to start with something that you're successful with or that the client is successful with and build upon it so whether it's speech therapy or physical therapy, Um, you start with something you can do and then you kind of build upon it and kind of, um, mold it into something, into what you want it to be. So the same thing kind of goes with this. You, you pick a genre that you like and you find a book that has that genre, but weaves in a new genre. So if you love love stories, you find a love story that also has some elements of fantasy, um, something like that. So you don't have so to now. Jump. We just
1: we, we need to find you a love story in outer space.
0: Oh my gosh, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> Jen, if I can do that. Outer space. <laughs> well, the article does say you don't have to go right full force like into a new <laughs> genre, like you know. So, right. I don't know, maybe maybe we could start with romance,
1: but maybe sci fi that's not so outer spacey. Okay. <laughs> if you have any recommendations for ms rab (laughs) leave them as a voice comment on this episode oh
0: i would love some recommendations yes all right well you have a great rest (laughs) of your day and um we'll see what the election results are maybe later tonight or tomorrow that would be do you think they'll be in by tonight i don't
1: know i think not Mm. but um (laughs) there's plenty of time for reading all night long (laughs) while we
0: wait for the results to come in good idea good idea there you go all right well i'll talk to you soon
1: okay see you soon
0: thank you for tuning in today be sure to check the show notes for links to all of the books mentioned in this episode